Save This Mantics, episode 218. It is July 3rd, 2023. My name is Myro. This is the podcast where I ramble on for a bit about some shit. We're doing back-to-back days, baby. Even though this is technically good going for next week's, or I guess this week's episode. Um, and then whenever I <laughs> happen to upload last week's episode, I will do that. But yeah, recording this a day after. Um, so yeah, nothing nothing too crazy. But I did want to talk about some things. <laughs> I did want to talk about... Um, I wanted to talk specifically, most notably, Better Call Saul. I did end up finishing it. Um, so while it's still fresh in my memory, I want to talk about it. I want to talk about how I felt about the series as a whole. Its connections to Breaking Bad. Everything like that. Try to avoid going into super depth, super in depth regarding spoilers and that sort of thing. But um, I just want to talk overall, and I want to talk about how I felt about the series ending. Um, so that's kind of the main thing. Um, this week is a bit of a weird week because tomorrow is Independence Day, uh, but I happen to work today, so it's going to be a kind of a weird sort of like holiday thing where. I have to. I have tomorrow off. Um, I, I they I did not get today off as a holiday. I had the chance to take you know, take today off, but I decided just not to. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a weird week. But rest of the week is going to be it's going to be a shorter week. So looking looking forward to that tomorrow. I don't have anything crazy planned for Fourth of July. I think it's going to be. Um, uh, probably quiet, which is good, which means I can catch up on some things, most not most, you know, Tears of the Kingdom, maybe I want, maybe I'll beat it tomorrow, but I'll, I'll also get to sleep in too, which is nice, it's, it's, it's like, I slept in this weekend for a little bit, but other than that, I've been, I've been getting up kind of, I've been getting up at a decent time, <laughs> like I haven't really, like, slept in, slept in, you know what I mean, so, um, yeah. I'll be I'll be looking forward to that. So maybe I'll uh, catch up on some tears tonight. Maybe start it. Maybe finish up some other shows that I have on my backlog since I finished up Better Call Saul. Um, like I said, I still have Ozark, which is, you know, <laughs> it's gonna be. It's it's sort of um, I think with Ozark, especially the last season, with how it's going. It, 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 it's it. It feels it's it's been difficult to get through to, uh, through. Um, because I've only gone through the first four episodes, I think. And while it is intriguing, I think that, and I may have touched upon this before, but there are some real moments throughout the show where it's like kind of this huge shock or huge revelation about a thing that happens and I feel that some of the pacing for the early part of this season is been a bit kind of slow you know what I mean which is fine like you you feel that it's kind of it's going to be sort of building up to its conclusion and you know we'll see how that goes but um yeah, I think it's just been it's been difficult to kind of get through because there are certain like character moments that I'm kind of like, okay, 
seems kind of intriguing here and there, but it feels a bit slow to kind of develop, which is fine. It's 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 fine. It is what it is. Um, and I I just sort of am like I think maybe it's like I I don't. It's also the the. I think another thing is that, you know, it's it's sort of funny to think about, you know, considering its similarities to to Breaking Bad, um, in terms of the 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 context of the show and the sort of the position that the main characters are in. I just feel that the they've really <laughs> they've really put these characters through some really inexplicable situations that I feel it's, it's kind of like, I'm like, I'm struggling to see how they're going to one up themselves. Cause they've gotten themselves out of so much, like so much shit. Um, that it's like, okay, what's next? Like, what are they going it, to, it's like, I'm, I'm hoping that they don't like jump the shark in the sense where it's like, wow, this is a little, this seems a little difficult to get out of, you know, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe that's sort of the, the point of the show is that eventually these things are going to catch up to them, which is kind of a similar thing to like breaking bad and better call Saul. Right. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's like some of the, I think especially last season, there were some moments where I was kind of scratching my head a little bit. It was good. I think I thought it was a pretty, well done season overall but some moments were like okay really like that seems a little you know it's a show whatever it just seemed there's too many there's there's a lot of plot holes i think there's some moments where like okay but this could have gone wrong this could have gone wrong so this all just kind of went perfectly in this in this way um so i don't know i i think that maybe maybe it's a bit of a jaded perspective i do like the show i think overall i've really enjoyed it throughout um but I've also, this is also on me. I've also just been stopping and going with it. So that's why it's been a little difficult to kind of get back into it. And it's, it's not, it's not having, it's not holding my attention as much as I've wanted to, at least the last season hasn't. So, um, yeah, we'll see. That's kind of been on my backlog. And so I wanted to kind of give like an honest, give some honest thoughts on it, <laughs> even though I haven't really watched it at all, but I, I sort of wanted to kind of explain why I maybe haven't gone back to it um considering you know considering how much of a hiatus hiatus i've had with it um other things other things that i may want to catch up on uh before delving into kind of my overall thoughts and giving my overall thoughts on on better call saul uh i think yeah like i said i'm i'm looking forward to uh, beating Tears of the Kingdom. I've been enjoying doing... So right now, uh, you know, I'm finishing up the shrines. I've really enjoyed doing that. I've enjoyed... I've combined both, like... Um, I, I, I've enjoyed just, like, searching for the shrines, using, like, the maps to kind of figure out um, where they are located, completing those, like, shrine quests i guess you could say i think the the one thing that and this is something that i'll probably touch upon when i give sort of my full thoughts once i finish the game uh you know kind of at least like the main story and everything um i do and this is mostly just 
for the fact that I've done all most of the shrines. I do wish that some of these ladder shrines had a bit more of a challenge to them. I wish that there were some more puzzle elements to them. Like, I've had a lot of fun exploring and discovering them. Um, but I, I wish there was a bit more complexity with them. I wish that, like, a lot of the shrines that I found, I'd say majority of the remaining shrines have been blessings, which is essentially where um, it's either you complete a quest uh, in which you bring a crystal over to the location of the shrine, or you kind of stumble across it in a cave. That's kind of like what... Um, that's usually the, the result that you get when um, you get a, like a blessing in the shrine. Um, so I wish the shrines toward the end had like actual challenges within them, you know what I mean? Where you had to actually complete the puzzle, use the, you know, physics to, to figure out how to open the doors and shit like that. I wish there was a little bit more to that, um, than what we had, but, uh, it's okay. Cause like, I think, you know, the, the whatever, the hundred, the hundred plus shrines that I've done, I'd say a lot of them had those puzzles that you needed to complete in order to, uh, complete the shrine itself. Um, yeah, I just, I just wish that I've kind of had, I wish there was a bit more than that other than just kind of the blessings. Um, it feels, it, it feels, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of funny to say considering the scope of this game. I just wish there was like a bit more there, um, in terms of, I guess, uh, I guess of a challenge, right? Uh, but still it, it's been fun, I guess, re-exploring parts of Hyrule, um, there are some parts of Hyrule that I still haven't gone to yet. Um, and so I think that you, you kind of go through those, um, when you discover, um, when you discover the kind of the remaining shrines, you go into like more caves and, and that sort of thing. And so that's, uh, that's been, that's been fun. I, I, I very much enjoy spelunking in, in the caves as well as the depths. Um, that's a lot of fun. Um, just exploring and doing all that stuff. Um, so yeah, Chiz the Kingdom once again. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to, to completing the game pretty soon. Um, let's get into, let's get into Better Call Saul. I, you know, I, I think that when the show first started, I, I was kind of, when, let me say when it, when the first when the show got first announced way back you know back in 2012 2013 um i was a bit skeptical i just i didn't feel there was a need to go back to the breaking bad universe i felt that that story within itself was so complete i i didn't feel there wasn't really anything additional that was needed to, you know, further extend the stories or to further expand the universe. I thought that everything was so well contained that I think adding on to it felt a bit, um, I guess superfluous was just unnecessary. Uh, so I was kind of skeptical of it. You know, I, I understood that the writers, you know, Peter Gould, especially was kind of taking the helm. Um, but there was still some uncertainty, uncertainty there. And I, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, I didn't 
watch i didn't start watching the show until a little later until like after the first couple of seasons um had aired uh i started really catching up i think it was or maybe it was like season two when i started watching it weekly um or i tried to watch it weekly and then i kind of stopped because i i wasn't able to watch it on time but um yeah it was it was probably like a yeah first two seasons and then um, before I started really delving into it. Um, so yeah, I had kind of my reservations because I think I was maybe a bit jaded and I still kind of am in regards to how certain properties are handled. Uh, you can look at things, you know, obviously the larger franchises like, you know, Star Wars and Marvel and stuff. I think it's become so so bloated to the sense where i honestly have very little interest in watching anything new from them even like the newer stuff because i've heard good things about things like you know the third guardians movie or in the case of star wars i've heard good things about um uh what is it uh you know mandalorian and then that other show i forgot which one that was called the one that's like the prequel to rogue one um, I've heard good, I've heard, I've heard good things. Um, but I just have, I just have no interest because it just feels so, it just, it's too much shit to really get into. I found that I've really enjoyed self-contained stories. So I, I, I've, I've like, I don't read as much as I used to, but when I do read, I, I like reading stories that you know, books that are just, it's just one story and then it's done. I don't really like, or I, I've struggled very much to get into series um, just because there's just so much. And I don't know if I, 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 I have, I can make the time for sure. It's just, I don't know if I have the patience to go through these like, you know, fantasy series where each book is over 500 pages and stuff like that i very much prefer right now as of now you know maybe my tastes will change over time where i have you know i've grown to maybe i just don't want to watch anything anymore or play any video games but i i've just struggled to get into those kinds of things so i like uh i like books that are like 300 pages or less that focus on maybe like a single character or just it's just like a single story and it's once it's finished it's finished you're 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 brought into this world you get to know some of the characters and some of the world and that's kind of it and then you're like okay that that was a really nice that was a really cool story or maybe maybe it was a book that i didn't really enjoy and i was like okay there's some things that i enjoyed some of the characters were um compelling but overall i felt the story felt kind of flat at the end right um, and so I, it's, it's, it's with like things where you really enjoy certain things. Um, and there are exceptions for me, obviously, like, you know, Xenoblade, I don't give a fuck. Like they can keep working. <laughs> they can keep doing whatever they want with that story. I'll, I'll still kind of love it regardless, but other things I, I just don't really want it's just too much for me to handle you know what i mean um this is all kind of long-winded i know um but it's just for me to say i felt that breaking bad ended on like a perfect note i felt there was no really 
any strong reason to revisit um, revisit that world because I, I just I just felt that everything ended on a very strong note. Um, but I I was really happy to kind of see that you know they weren't really like it wasn't like you know of course there was some fan servicey stuff here and there. Of course, like that's that's kind of expected, and I think that's it's cool. But that wasn't the focus, though. It wasn't like, oh, check out all you know. It, it wasn't like every episode there was like, you remember, you remember Walter White? Like that was not, you know, that was never really the case. I think in the last season they sort of made a, bit, a much stronger connection to Breaking Bad, but up until that point there was really not a lot. And you could argue, okay, you could argue like Goss and Mike and these characters um, that also, you know, are, are, you know, notable characters in, in Breaking Bad are also there. But they, they serve a different purpose. They are, you know, they are the same characters in the sense, but their roles and even their even their kind of personalities are a bit different. They, they are different because they are technically younger. This, this uh, takes place... Better Call Saul takes place, uh, like, what, four years before the events of Breaking Bad? So, you know, there's maybe some inexperience there. There's a lot to for them to kind of discover about themselves, maybe. Um, so that kind of... Those things exist, for sure. Um, I, I, I just think that the, the way the writers handled it was, like, respectful. I felt that it did not they didn't look down on the audience and was like, Hey, Hey dummy. Like this is a, this character, this character was, you know, they're they're They don't like spell it out. Right. Like, Oh, this character is good. Or this character is bad. No, it's, it's just, it's a very detailed case study really of Saul Goodman or Jimmy McGill. Right. Um, and his relationship to others, uh, his relationship to the world and the people around him. Um, I think the strongest one um, that kind of persists throughout the show is his relationship with his brother. I think that is a very strong theme that carries throughout the entire show, even toward, even to the end. Um, and I thought that that was incredibly well done. Um, and it... You know, if you are someone who loves Breaking Bad like I did, you learn to appreciate Saul's character more. Uh, in some cases, you learn to dislike his character a lot more. Um, and I thought that that entire dynamic was one of my favorite parts of the show. Um, that and Jimmy's relationship with Kim. I think his relationship with his brother, Chuck and his relationship with Kim were, I think, probably the, my favorite moments of the show. I thought those were really I, just, you know, well done, to, to put it simply. Um, and you really bought into those relationships, their dynamics. You can see where they're coming from. Um, just the, the kind of the... In the case with Chuck, you could really tell the just how strained that relationship is that there's just some tension there that you can't really especially in the beginning in the very first season there's like you're like okay they're they seem like they're on good terms but it doesn't seem like not everything is right like this there's there's just something kind of 
off about their relationship. I don't know why. And then, like, at the end of the season, you kind of, like, are, okay. So this is not... <laughs> this is clearly not a stable, healthy, loving relationship between family members, right? Um, and that kind of... That just kind of continues forward for the rest of the show. And it's 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 something that the writers call back to, um, which I loved at in the very last episode. And it's like, yeah, that it just kind of makes a lot of sense um, starting from the very beginning to the end. Um, I I can't really uh, I can't really comment this enough but i just want to continue to praise like the acting of this show especially from ria uh ria seahorn um i thought her acting was incredible um bob odenkirk was of course he killed it like he it was just when i was watching the last like few episodes i was thinking like this is like he, he he's doing he's doing so much shit man like he's doing just so much like in terms of switching his character from you know his kind of persona as saul drawing back into jimmy and being a much more vulnerable self and then kind of extending that personality to uh someone else which is gene who is kind of like you know um his sort of uh the name he took on after you know saul goodman so there's like three layers to it you could you could kind of connect it to like i don't know freudian psychology or whatever the fuck if you really want to go into that but it's it's really just kind of like you get these like multiple layers of this character who you see you see like kind of the the main persona with Saul, I'm really getting into it. <laughs> I'm really getting into some fucking Xeno Gear shit, but like, you kind of have the main persona with Saul, or excuse me, with Jimmy. You know, he's that's who he is. He has a brother. He has these kind of relationships, and he's he's you know, he's a very flawed person, but he's very human. And then you get Saul, the person, the personality who he kind of develops, just the lawyer just the person who's always scheming for shit who is very much who only really cares about his status and money and just cementing himself and not really caring at all about people too much you know what i mean it's it's he you know it's he does things on the pretenses that he cares for people right he like advertises himself he's like oh i'm gonna you know protect you and be your lawyer but it's it's all in service of his you know of maintaining his current position and then you get you know in the future you get gene who's kind of this bitter and broken person who is, is really kind of like a fractured sort of jimmy like he he is really just trying to survive and just kind of like he he, he is completely reserving himself he is not you know he's not really anybody he's just kind of doing his thing living uh but not really uh surviving i think is like a better word to to put it um and i thought just that dynamic and just that the contrast between all three of those characters was so interesting you know what i mean i could really keep going <laughs> with this um if i wanted to um i just i just thought especially kind of in the last season where all of these kinds of 
personalities were like really blended together especially in the last like four episodes three four episodes um and it's um it is really something and a lot of that has to go to you know how well bob odenkirk uh, acted throughout um he did really an incredible job uh bringing the character to life um i will say I'll give some minor criticisms because overall I love the show. You, if you can, if you can tell, um, I, I love the show dearly. I think it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's because it's one of my favorites now. Um, I would say like there are some moments in it where it felt a little maybe unnecessary. And I think some of that related to, I guess, Mike and Gus's kind of storylines. Um, you get more, you get more of an in-depth look at their characters, which I thought was good, and I thought that was cool to see, because then I think when I do revisit Breaking Bad, I don't know if I'm going to do, like, a full rewatch by any means, but, you know, if I kind of just, like, I don't know, watch videos, or, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll watch, like, an episode or something like that, uh, or rewatch certain scenes, but you, you get, you get more, you get more depth with them and i think that's i appreciate that i think that's really cool um i just felt that there were some moments in the show that i felt was like okay this is kind of repeating information that we already received in a prior episode and just sort of like putting a different spin on it if that makes sense it's like okay we understand gus's kind of motivation and where his kind of um where his intentions sort of lie and we get a lot of instances of you know moments with him uh with certain characters with his you know I guess like his enemies and, and stuff like that and it's like okay I, I i kind of i understand where he's coming from i think that was pretty i thought that was fairly clear um and i thought that some moments were just sort of repeats and didn't necessarily add anything to his character or didn't really add um to i guess like the overall plot uh i think another sort of minor criticism that i have another one that i have is um uh i guess if it relating to the i guess kind of like the uh what is it? The the Mike and Gus kind of storylines. I think that certain moments held less tension because of what you were sort of expecting going into Breaking Bad, right? Um, you already kind of knew the fate of these characters going forward, so it's like, okay, well, cool, but I, I already sort of know what the outcome is. But, yeah, so those are kind of my minor sort of complaints or minor criticisms that i have of the show um i thought everything related to saul jimmy kim chuck um howard all of that all of the kind of the core members of of you know you know surrounding jimmy himself i thought all of that was all of that was incredibly well done and that was sort of really my favorite part 
was whenever <laughs> whenever Jimmy and Kim had like a conversation or argument, I was glued. I was in it, dude. I I, I believed in their relationship. I believed all, everything that they were discussing. Their characters were very much, you know, they were substantial. I felt that. Um, I felt what they were doing. I I the the kind of the games that they were playing with you know themselves you know they're 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 playing certain roles you were like yeah i understand where they're coming from i understand what (laughs) what their intentions are i get it you know what i mean um and i think that's much more clear once the series end and you kind of look back and you 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 really start to you really start to kind of delve deeper into each of the characters why it is that they turned out the way they did and you're like that makes it makes a lot of sense and it's um it's really evident um and that's really it's really due to the writing and everything um so yeah uh there are so many things i could say about the show um there are so many things that i kind of want to talk about but it's going to be just dealing with spoilers so i don't know if i'll delve into that today or really anytime soon but um this is one of the best shows that i've ever seen and regardless of i think this is a very uh, i mean this is kind of uh, obvious but you know it's it's a companion piece to to breaking bad it's it's i think the the way you should view it is i think you should watch breaking bad first and then watch better call saul um, but the show stands on its own as well. I think that it does a very good job at char- characterizing, um, or I guess putting emphasis on its characters and everything like that. It doesn't, I don't know if you necessarily need to see Breaking Bad, but I think it, you, you should. I think it's recommended to watch it first before watching Better Call Saul. And it's, it's just such a, it's so good. <laughs> it's so well done. Um, just, just all of the pieces there's so many there's so many things to so many other things to appreciate the cinematography i think the use of music as complements you know whatever scene is going on it's it's all just composed and done in such a way that it elevates everything um so yeah one of my favorite shows now um i think that it ended on a very strong note um yeah, and I'm, I'm very happy with, with how, t- how things turned out. So yeah, that's, that was kind of the main thing that I wanted to sort of catch up on. Now that sort of it's, you know, again, still fresh in my memory after that I finished the show. Um, and yeah, I will catch up with you all later this weekend. All right, it is now Sunday, July 9th, 2023. Um, enjoying... Once again, a nice little weekend. Um, very, very quiet. Um, it's been, it's been nice. It's been good to just kind of relax, and I, I really, um, today in particular, I, I really had no. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I go through days or, or periods where I just there's just kind of like a lingering thing at the back of my mind where it's like, I feel like I'm missing something and I'm not really enjoying myself fully or if I'm not able to really fully like relax and shit. But today I felt today was like a good day today. It's been a good day so far. 
um, and I feel very, I don't know, it's been, it's just, I don't really have a whole lot, I'm not at unease with anything, I don't feel pressure to do shit, I just kind of am like, ah, I'm just mellowed out, and it's nice, it's, it's been a, it's, it's, I feel like, like last weekend was I, like last weekend was pretty good, um, but, 4th of July for some reason, I think it was just because of the fact that it was like in between two work days, because it was, it was on a Tuesday that we had a holiday, and I, you know, I mentioned that, like, I was thinking of maybe taking the Monday off, but it was just sort of like a weird kind of period where it was like, I don't really know, if like, I don't feel, I don't, it, it's such a, it's such a, it was such a weird moment to have like a holiday, you know? Um, I felt like I couldn't really like relax in that sense. So if, if still felt like I was like kind of on a clock and I needed to work in some way, um, I don't know. It was just kind of a, it was just sort of a strange placement of that holiday. And and the fact that we did, we weren't able to get the Monday off was kind of annoying, but it is, it is what it is. I don't know. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's been, it's been a really solid weekend. I very much enjoy myself. Um, I finished up Tears of the Kingdom. I'm going to get into that in a little bit um, because I have I have quite a lot to discuss um, after my completion of it. Um, so I'll talk a bit um, about some other things first. So I've been looking, you know, outside of, you know, kind of the main game that I focus on. So, you know, whether it's like a large RPG or, you know, most recently Tears of the Kingdom, I, I usually supplement that by playing other games, and that's, you know, over the last couple of year, the years, that's been, like, Rocket League, that's been, say, The Spire, that's been, um, once in a while, Fortnite, not as much recently, but, you know, other games that are multiplayer, easy kind of in and out, or, like, Smash Bros, where I can just, you know, play a couple of quick matches, and then I don't really gotta, you know, I don't I gotta invest a whole lot of time and energy into it, and I'm just sort of there and then it's it's all good um so i i've been kind of trying to find another game that sort of fits that sort of feeling in the sense where i don't have to i'm not you know i'm not emotionally invested in like a story or characters where it's it's very much it's all gameplay that's it's all it's all gameplay and then you know you're just you're kind of um you're just sort of in it and you don't really have to think about anything else. Um, and I think I found the game. Uh, so I've, I've, I've heard about risk of rain two for, for a minute now. I, I didn't really know too much about it. I've just heard that it was like a, a sort of a roguelike shooter game. And that seemed pretty intriguing. Um, and but I never really you know delved too much into it. But then I watched I watched a few videos talking about you know just a, the the creator's appreciation for the game um, and and just the uh, how immersive the gameplay is. And I was like, yeah, fuck it, why not? It's only like it was only like twenty five dollars on the eShop for my Switch. Um, I know that it's primarily focused on you know, a, a PC gaming, um, experience because of the modded content and everything like that, but I only have a Switch, so that's kind of, that's the version that I got, and so far it's been, it's been a lot of fun. It's the, 
multiplayer experience for the Switch version is definitely a little lacking. I tried to do a multiplayer kind of co-op mode earlier this morning just to kind of test it out and it ran for the first five minutes and then there was like a disconnection. So it's not super, I think it's not that well supported as as I wish it was. Um, I I think that, again, it's, it's much more of a focus for the PC version, which I understand because allows for more gaming variety and all that uh i just wish there was a bit more of an emphasis and it doesn't seem that there's cross-platform which kind of sucks um so that's kind of that's, that's most likely a reason why i'm not getting as many like hits as or um i wasn't able to really um find like a, a lobby you know what i mean um but other than that, the single-player experience is great. I think it's really up my alley in terms of what I want. Um, it's, it is, I, I've, you know, I've gushed about Slay the Spire and how that game is really just kind of my cup of tea in terms of something where I really don't have to think about too much, where I can just jump in and uh, there's like a daily challenge thing where you get, where it kind of handpicks like which character you can use and which and certain relics and abilities that you're sort of uh, locked into for a particular run and with those limitations you have to try your best to complete it um and i i really i, I, I like that because again it's it's not it doesn't expect too much out from you it's just like you gotta just play within these rules and then see how far you can get um and it's sort of, um, you know, that's sort of the case with a lot of rogue-like games where you have your limitations. Um, from the very beginning, you have your base character stats and, and certain abilities and whatnot. And then with that, you have to you you grow, um, you develop certain skills, uh, you garner passive skills mostly, uh, which I think is really great. Um, it's not like you get on. I mean, you do have sort of an additional skill slot, but that's it's just for one skill only. All the other stats or the other abilities are all passive, and they are just kind of like stacked onto each other. Or I guess they're called pass passive or like soft skills. Um, they are all added on your kind of base character, which I think is really is really cool. And it doesn't it doesn't require you to really play any. It doesn't require you to change necessarily change your style of gameplay with the character that you're using you just have to get better with it um the very first time i play i started playing it which was like earlier i think it was like on friday or something when i downloaded the game i did not even realize and this is just all on me i didn't even realize that there was a trigger button so i was only using the I was only using the kind of the, I guess, quote-unquote special abilities of the characters, which both had a cooldown, and so I was terrible at it. I was, like, so bad at it, because um, I, I was not using the trigger button, which is essentially what you use to... You can just kind of use that endlessly. There's no cooldown for that. Um, I was only using, yeah, like, the two special skill slots, and I was, like, terrible. I was like, dude, this shit is so fucking hard, dude. <laughs> like, why is this so hard? Um, 
and then I was like, I never even, I never even thought to use like the right trigger. You know what I mean? Like I always just used the, um, I was, yeah, I was just using like the left bumper, which is for one skill. And I was using the, uh, what was it? The, uh, right bumper. And I, it was just like, okay, I, I'm, this is, this is a struggle, dude. I'm lasting like five minutes for every, every run that I have. And then like, after a while, I finally figure out there was a right trigger just by pressing it. I was like, I just like, I had such a, I had such a, like a facepalm moment. I'm like, Jesus, dude, it took me this long. I've been playing this for like two hours and I didn't realize I didn't even think about that. Um, and, it, and the controls like scheme was like right at the bottom, right at the bottom, right of the screen. And I never even like registered that. I thought that was so funny. Um, so once I learned how to <laughs> actually play the game, um, it became really a lot more enjoyable and I'm, I'm kind of in it now. Um, each run, it, it, I mean, it depends on how well you do and some of the RNG elements of like what passive abilities that you, you acquire during the run and stuff, but you, you do, there is some skill based, um, gaming there as well like in terms of how well you maneuver and how well you dodge and weave you're just constantly moving in this game which is crazy um it's also a lot i would say it is quite a lot of stimuli <laughs> especially once there are m just multiple enemies on screen multiple like swarms of enemies on screen it, it becomes quite a lot so it's it is really fun and it's it's also pretty like it can get pretty stressful at times um i don't know it's it's really hard for me to say if i would like recommend this to anyone because it's a pretty it's it's like a what would you call it it is it is kind of like a light gun rail shooter plus third person shooter plus roguelite survival it's it's just it's a combination of a bunch of games you know what i mean i feel like and this is kind of a weird example to make it make a comparison to you could make it kind of a comparison to like cod zombies or something like that you know where you're just surviving swarms and swarms of enemies i don't know exactly what type of game style that is but like just like a survival mode uh a pve you know person versus environment kind of thing um but it's just kind of different in that sense um i don't know it's not um it it, it feels just like a mixture of a different a bunch of different games um and it's uh, i don't know it just blends really well together i think the biggest thing is the fact that those skills that you acquire are passive and they just kind of like you can like stack them so one of my favorite abilities that I've received is like the ability for your um your attacks to go quicker like I think for the particular character that I've been using which is Commando which I know is like the very first you know character that everyone uses is like just the fact that their attack speed increases and you can just kill enemies a lot quicker um and I think that sort of aids in the benefit of that certain playstyle um, I have not tried any of the other characters yet. I just unlocked one of them. Um, 
So now I have three characters that I can use, but I, I've just been having fun with having fun learning Commando and, and trying to figure that out. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of... Um, I mean, there's just a lot of reason to come back to this game um, with, you know, multiple characters, the ability to unlock those characters, and the fact that it feels like it's going to be very difficult to actually complete the game, you know, go through all the levels. I don't really know how many stages there are. Um, I haven't really looked into that, but I, I'm assuming that it's it's not going to be easy because it it's definitely hasn't been easy for me but i i've really enjoyed the challenge so far um and it's it's just been it's been super enjoyable playing it and i think it's going to be like a good sort of like i don't know it's possible that i might just be investing all of my time you know all of my time you know playing games into this particular one for for the time being just because i've been enjoying it so much but even if i want to maybe take a break from you know something from like an rpg um more you know story you know story heavy story focused game i think this might be a good kind of a substitute a substitute slash supplement for that um uh and i've i've been i've been really enjoying it so far it's it's fun um i really i do i i don't have like a ton of like roguelike game experience aside from slay the spire um and again, Hades is another one that I've been wanting to get into, but I, I, I don't know how many of these kinds of games I really want to juggle. Um, so maybe that might be a game further down the line if I ever, you know, want to try that out and want to see kind of a different style of roguelike um, in that sense. So, but Risk of Rain 2, very fun game so far. Um, and I'm excited to kind of see how it develops as I further unlock the game uh further unlock characters and um how far i'm able to progress with um you know current builds and whatnot so i'm, I'm excited to see kind of how that goes um but i've been i've been really enjoying it so far uh it's been a minute i wanted to touch upon some some music stuff since it's been a since it's been a quite a quite a while since i've really talked about any music um i haven't really listened super extensively or um really honed in on any specific albums or artists recently just because i feel like there hasn't been a ton of releases that i've been really interested in um but i'll touch upon a couple of songs that i've been kind of listening to uh so mick jenkins dropped a new song and it is called it is called if it pops up on my spotify it is called smoke break dance with jid so you got two of my favorite artists on a track perfect it's great um i, I love the jazz kind of influence I, I i really like the tone and the just the atmosphere that the song brings and um he he mcjenkins he went all he went on a live stream after the release of the song and i caught up on that a little bit he was talking a bit kind of about the uh album release um that he's sort of anticipating later this year which i'm, I'm looking forward to i forgot which i forgot if he set a rele release date and uh specifically but um it sounds like there's going to be an album later this year so i'm excited for that it's been a minute since he's released an album or like a project of any kind um he's been uh, he touched upon this as well 
Uh, he's been he's been doing quite a lot of features, and I've I've caught up on some of those, and they've been good. I I, I like kind of what he brings to the table as a featured artist. Um, but I've I've I think you know, the main thing is just looking forward to seeing him on his own records. I think he he's he's one of my favorite artists just because he his you know like lyricism and all that. I think that's like a common you know common. Um, through line with a lot of the artists that I enjoy and that I've listened to over time and um, everything most of the things he's put out has been really good for just I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed um, and this song kind of sets a uh, kind of a um, kind of sets up a certain mood I think this is like the first single off of that off the album I'm, I'm, I'm thinking um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to it I think that uh, I've just been wanting to hear some some new stuff from him, so I'm glad to hear that he's he's coming out with some new stuff um, later down the line. And I'm, I've been again, I've been try- I'm trying to just kind of a bit of a guess a bit of a drought of some sense of or a dry spell of of music for me. I just haven't really latched on to anything super recently. Um, like the, I've been listening to songs here and there i've been more kind of like hopping around on certain like playlists and radio um radios and whatnot but not any specific albums by artists um so hopefully that that's something that uh, that's something i'm looking forward to later this year uh when that comes out so that can kind of add on to um this year because like i i just feel yeah there's just really hasn't been like an specific i'm trying to think of an album that came out this year in particular where i've really like listened to it and then like gone into it i don't know it's it's been a minute so um and hopefully other hopefully other albums come out that i might be kind of like intrigued by um so uh earth king drop also dropped in a song called bobby bush bobby boucher um I've been listening to this quite a lot. <laughs> I've listened to this probably like ten times already. It's just super catchy. It's it's just in and out. It's a earworm. It's really good. Um, it's fun. That that I don't really have that much to say about this one, but it, it's good. I really like the sound of it. I hope that it kind of like carries into the album. I I, I kind of like um, I like sort of the I I know it's I know it's sort of a, it's probably they're probably so annoyed of hearing this comparison, but it's, you can hear sort of like the outcast sort of like, um, you know, um, influence a little bit with sort of the melodic style of the, the chorus and everything. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it and it's fun. It's a fun song. Um, so it'll probably be in my rotation for, for the coming future. Um, so yeah, that, those are some of the songs that I wanted to kind of catch up on. Again, I I really want to listen to some new stuff, but there just hasn't been anything that that's really like hooked me or or you know brought me it brought my attention. Um, I, I just I actually just watched the video today. It was talking about how this year there 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 really hasn't been any like hit songs or anything like that this year. And I don't I don't really listen to pop music that much, but I think it's interesting how that kind of reflects my current like musical like I don't know my musical sort of not tastes but um where i'm currently at in terms of what i'm listening to like there's just like nothing on 
the like top hot 100s or anything and right now there's just been there really has been nothing that's really like latched, that I've really latched on to in terms of music so um yeah I don't know it's funny how that it's funny how the uh the charts have also kind of reflect where I currently am um so again yeah I'm 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 hoping that there's something that comes out that um sort of uh, draws my interests and or maybe I need to really kind of seek that out myself um let's get into let's get into tears of the kingdom i want to talk about um kind of my final impressions on the game because i beat it last night and how i sort of felt of it as a whole and my experience so far like it's nothing nothing i say here will shock anyone like it's just going to be it's going to be a similar consensus consensus to what i've held so far as i've played from beginning to you know middle to right you know to the end right now um nothing's really changed all that much i think it's it's really my feelings toward it have sort of remained the same throughout um but it's an incredible game it's it's become one of my favorite games it has it is one of my it has had some of my favorite experiences so far um in gaming um that i can really think of I, it's just there's just so many moments that i can point back to thinking like wow that was this fucking fantastic moment like holy shit that was so cool i'm like oh shit that was dope um i have so many of those moments that i can kind of look back on um it's just it's just so well done everything is is really is really good again like despite the story having its flaws and and you know not being super interesting or super in-depth it's kind of expected with zelda like i I, again i've said this already a bunch of times but i don't really anticipate going into a zelda game where the story is going to be the full focus or the main focus of of the game you know what i mean um it's sort of the you know it's it's there to incentivize and motivate the players to continue forward with the journey but not necessarily it's it's not like the main draw you know what i mean maybe for some people it is and that's totally fine um but it just doesn't have that hold on me um as much as like the other aspects of it um i think that the i mean of course i've touched i touched upon this before but i think the gameplay and just like the levels to how you can approach the game and just the just the creativity that you can really um you can kind of display while playing the game is really like the huge a huge draw uh for sure i i've just it like there are still so many things with the game where i haven't like like experimented with certain like mechanics and whatnot um i find once i beat the game i finally was able to go onto like reddit and stuff and see the crazy shit that people have been pulling off and it's it's just been great great to see that um i felt that it, like when i um when i when i play the game like i i sort of or when i first started playing the game i kind of approached it in a similar way that i did to breath of the wild but as kind of things unveiled and once you started to get those those abilities like i started to kind of like change up 
my my playthrough my play style and i was like okay i got i'm gonna try this out i'm gonna see how this works out and then i'll maybe like switch back like at the very beginning i was i was trying my best to complete shrines and do certain um you know do certain things within the game without using the paraglider and then i eventually like found out like oh i actually cannot complete <laughs> this shrine without the paraglider so i need to, i eventually had to go get it but i don't know it was just fun kind of challenge challenging myself to to do those kinds of things um and it's great that the game allows you to do that there's so many ways to play the game of course there's you know there's people that speed running the game trying to beat it as quickly as possible there's game there's people that i saw i saw like a post on reddit of someone who was like literally like walking every single like square inch of hyrule and i was like that's insane that's ridiculous but you do you man um and so i don't know it's just and there's people that are just like they just they're just building shit they're just building gundams and other crazy ass contraptions and spending hours doing that so i don't know i think it's, i think it's awesome that there's just so much variety to how people can kind of approach playing the game um i so i'm trying to figure out like the best way to kind of provide my thoughts because a lot of it is just going to be like kind of praise and everything like that um i'll start off with i think that let's start off with like a comparison to breath of the wild um so it is very much a breath of the wild sequel um just the uh you know the open world nature the kind of the the way the certain objectives objectives are like set up it's all kind of in this in that same vein um i think it's just like the additional depth the literal depth that the game provides in terms of the map the scope of the game the enemy types all of that i think is just sort of an elevation of what we had in breath of the wild and i think that's really that's something to kind of commend it's like this game gives me the same feelings it did at when i first played through breath of the wild and just discovering things just like the novelty of everything stumbling across like certain enemy types i'm like well what the fuck is that i can't believe that's a thing in this game you know what i mean and you know discovering the depths for the first time and the fact that there's a whole another hyrule underground it's just like all it's all like incredible um just experiencing those things for the first time first time so kind of the uh the big thing that Tears of the Kingdom kind of carries forward from Breath of the Wild is sort of that novelty factor. The novelty of exploring everything and discovering things for the first time. I think that's huge. Um, and that left like quite an impression on me um, when I first, in those first like 30, 40 hours or so. Um, what kind of kept me engaged was going forward and trying to, you know, sort of piecing together the story, even if it isn't the most um interesting in that sense or the most like expansive but really trying to like figure out like what is going on doing certain side quests that also sort of tie into the main story as well um those are things that i felt that were were things that really kept me in the game and kept me going um also just the continued exp exploration of the world and 
Um, I, I w- it was really satisfying, and I didn't really do this in Breath of the Wild, but, um, well, I guess for Breath of the Wild, there's only one map, so, you know, I guess mapping it all out was really relatively easy because you just had to do the towers. But I think doing it in Tears of the Kingdom was really satisfying. Um, completing all three layers, uh, especially the depths, I felt that was a really cool accomplishment. And then also doing all of the shrines, I felt it was a really satisfying um, moment when I completed all of them uh, because for you get like a pretty nice, uh, you get a nice little kind of um, reward at the end of that. So I thought that was really well worth it, and it felt like it was like this felt right to do before beating the game itself. Um, again, like I am someone who has a bit of a difficult time when it com- when it comes to doing like post game stuff when i well, like once i beat the main story it's a little hard for me to get in, like invested in doing all the other stuff um so I'm, i was really happy that i did you know kind of the sort of the main objectives of doing all of the shrines and completing the map um and and some of that stuff i felt that was really sort of complimentary in in me finishing up the game and I, I felt i really enjoyed my time with it um i i think the, the i want i want to touch upon before we get into kind of the overall i guess like you know my you know once i kind of beat the game and sort of how i felt after it completed the game i'm going to touch upon like a couple additional like criticisms i have um so i think the combat is is a lot of fun um i think when it comes to the ui and like the menuing it can get a little frustrating like especially when you're kind of like fusing stuff to your arrow like it it sort of pauses the game when you want to fuse things to to arrows like every time they need to do it and i felt that it kind of sort of like stopped the flow of the game a little bit and I, 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 I kind of found myself like wanting to just sort of in real time defeat the enemies instead of like um, instead of like you know maybe going into my menu or like you know if I'm doing kind of going into bullet time and, and trying to shoot people with like an arrow and shit like that and, and like you know fusing a bomb to my arrow that sort of thing um, or if I'm trying to throw an item like that also goes into like a pause menu, right? So I think a lot of that, it's a little frustrating to deal with, uh, especially like towards like the end of the game as well. I think I thought that was like a little, um, I, I I won't like get into like the specifics of it, but it was a little kind of like cumbersome to deal with that, especially when you're dealing with like swarms of enemies and stuff like that. So I, I kind of wanted, I don't know, I wanted a bit more of like a bit more of like a stricter kind of um system with with the combat but again you know i i understand the want to kind of have it be super open-ended and like creative and shit like that where you don't have to like um where you don't really have to like i don't know it gives the player the option to do what they want if someone wants a bit more of like an easier gameplay style they can just kind of you know they can use like a puff shroom or uh, you know, certain other items that have elemental status effects, right? I think th- those are kind of helpful in that sense. Um, 
but it did sort of kind of you know disrupt the flow of the combat in a sense um which i didn't really feel that way when playing breath of the wild just because you don't have those like fuse abilities and whatnot um but i think just kind of like the constant pausing was could could be a bit much and it could kind of get in the way of enjoying the game overall but other than that i don't really have too many complaints it is kind of what it is with with this game i think you're just sort of like building upon a lot of things um and really just sort of trying your best to like be creative with what what they give you um and yeah so that's 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 um that's sort of my uh, my kind of minor critique with uh with uh, Tears of the Kingdom's combat. Um, I'll, I'll say it again. I think the story, you know, it's it, the main thing was just sort of the kind of the repetitive nature of the story. It sort of was similar in line to how they set up like the Divine Beast kind of storyline in uh, Breath of the Wild. It was, it was not as intriguing or as interesting as I hoped it could be. Um, but yeah, I, I, I sort of really I, I already touched upon that a little bit. Just sort of the uh, you essentially saw the same cutscene like four times, <laughs> and I thought that was kind of ridiculous. Like it was like you could have shown like a something a little different, like provide a little bit more variety in terms of you know that instead of just like literally doing the same thing verbatim. Aside from whoever, other than the character who was speaking those lines of dialogue, you know what I mean. So. I thought that was it was kind of funny like the third time i saw it i was just kind of laughing and i was just like tuning out that entire cutscene in a moment i was just like this is just sort of <laughs> this is so this is a little ridiculous um i wish they put a little bit more effort into that um so that's kind of my criticism with the story but now that i've kind of completed the game and i sort of got the quote-unquote true ending of the game i felt that it all wrapped up in a very satisfying manner um i really liked i liked zelda's kind of like um i liked her character in this game i felt that she had a lot of agency i felt that she was she felt really prominent in the story like she felt very much like a focal point um like sometimes when you play a zelda game i'm trying to think of an example um like i love i love twilight princess um but Zelda herself is not really as important of a character. Um, she's not really kind of the... Like, the game doesn't really revolve around her specifically. Which is fine. It doesn't always have to be that way. Um, but in this case, like, her story is very much the story, right? Um, like, Tears of the Kingdom, it's, like, kind of relating to her a little bit without getting into specifics. Like, it is sort of relating to her and, you know, what she goes through. And, and there's there's um, there's a particular moment where I was like, oh, I, I actually feel like, kind of, like, affected by this moment and what she kind of goes through. And you really sort of feel that. You're like, okay, this is pretty well done. Um, and I think that the uh, the conclusion of the game was was great. I thought it was it was just like you had this kind of hype battle and it just all of it just kind of like building up and then the ending is it it, it just feels very satisfactory and I, I i thoroughly enjoyed it and um i'm uh yeah I'm, I'm i'm satisfied with how they ended this game um 
I think that's one of the bigger improvements that they made from Breath of the Wild. I think the Breath of the Wild ending was sort of lackluster. <laughs> uh, I mean, the story, that story wasn't super great either. Um, but I felt that they did a really good job with this. Um, and all of the moments kind of leading up to that point was really well done. All the uh, kind of end game stuff I thought was dope. I thought there was a lot of cool stuff going on. Um, a lot of... Um, there's like additional like puzzles and shit that you had to kind of complete before you could kind of get the full ending of the game or, or the uh, the true ending of the game um and i thought that was i thought that was all that all that stuff was really cool and um just kind of helped elevate the uh the main storyline um so yeah how much else can i really say um i think the biggest plus or the biggest thing that i can draw out from this game is like the exploration uh that was a big thing with breath of the wild as well and this is just sort of like two or three times <laughs> the size of that um just the exploration there are still things that i have yet to explore in this game um i don't know if i'm gonna go back to do those things soon there like i still have a ton of side quests remaining um but i don't know i feel and this is not me feeling burnt out from the game or feeling like oh i'm sick of this game it's more like at this point i feel very thoroughly fulfilled um with this game i think i've gotten what i've really wanted out of it it's felt like a very complete experience and that's that's a that's a really co good compliment that i can get out of it it didn't overstay its welcome it didn't feel like it was um I didn't feel like I was drawing out the experience. I felt that I it was just it was just so everything just felt it just felt very complete and I'm happy with how I'm happy with where I'm at with it at this point. Um but you know, I don't know. It, it's possible that I'll jump back in. Who knows? Maybe even like today or tomorrow I might maybe I'll jump back in to do some additional quests just so I could say that I'm on the uh, kind of the road to doing kind of like a completion um of the game uh i'm not gonna do the korok seeds <laughs> i'm never gonna do the all of the korok seeds but i it is possible that i might try to do all of the side quests i think that might be a cool uh, there might be some things that i might be missing out from my experience if i don't complete those so um i might do that uh we'll see and i i, I also like with this game and then with like xenoblade 3 future redeemed i like that they let you know how many more uh items or how many more like you know how many how much how much of a quest how much quests you have how many quests you have remaining uh before you've kind of like completed all of them i kind of like that i like that the game kind of provides that for you um because it kind of lets you know like okay now I'm, I'm for sure done with all of these quests or i've filled out the entire compend compendium um with all the items um i i like that it kind of prov provides a uh you know a actual number um instead of you instead of you having to like look into you know look up guides and shit like that and trying to figure out like oh shit am i missing something you know what i mean so i think that's pretty cool um i like that part so yeah again it's possible that i might go back to try to complete those additional quests that i haven't um 
and do some remaining stuff maybe if there's you know uh or try to build a gundam which i mentioned that i might do in the future so there are still a lot of things left to do it's just a matter of like do i want to do them now maybe not maybe i'm just gonna hold off on that um because I've, I've i've sort of had my fill with it but it's been a it's been a really great experience it's been a really fun couple of months that i've had with this game um and uh yeah i'm 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 happy with how kind of things turned out i guess uh the wait with was worth it you know what was it 20 2017 when breath of the wild was released so seven years it was worth it i thought that was it was worth the wait um and i'm 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 very happy with with everything and how it turned out um and I am looking forward to jumping back into Persona 5 and maybe some other stuff. Uh, play, continuing to play Risk of Rain 2, getting better at that. Uh, a lot of other gaming stuff on my plate to get to uh, that I'm looking forward to. So I will I will touch upon that in the next time. Um, most likely won't be recording next week since I'll be out of town in the weekend and I'll be a little busy during the week um so most likely won't be recording anything this upcoming week but i will you know when i post i post you'll see it so yeah that's going to be it for this week's episode this has been save the semantics signing off